morning. Welcome to Mosaic Community Church, Philadelphia. We are so grateful that you have taken the time to come and join in the worship of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ together with us. So please know that you are welcome um, and we are thrilled that you're here. Um, feel free to comment in the chat and let us know or fill out a connect card. And, uh, and, and thank you. Uh, for sharing and worship and making this experience of worship that much more full. We are a community growing in diversity and our deepest desire is to, to help our great city and world be even that much better. We want people to know their purpose and um, just have a sense of how they walk into the world, not just in a private salvation, but in a salvation that's welcoming, that knows that we reflect the image of God as we love one another in this world. As God is diverse, so God created humankind to be diverse. And that love that we have, the commitment to unity, will make the difference in the world each and every time. So please join with us as we worship the Lord. And as we say to our moms and our nurturers, Happy Mom and Nurturer's Day. Be blessed. Amen. this symbolically so you can get water, you can get grape juice, orange juice, apple juice, milk. It's a symbolic thing that we do. So grab, go grab some liquid that can represent the blood and then a slice or a piece of bread of some type. Cornbread, loaf bread, it's okay because we do this in remembrance of Jesus and the unity that God gives us and that welcome that he extends for us to come and to know him. So get ready because we're going to do that at the end of the service. Thank you.
Happy Mother's and Nurturer's Day. Um, today's sermon is entitled, Finding Rest for Your Soul. Um, today's sermon is brief, uh, more of a sermonette in, with three parts. I want to speak to our moms and nurturers, whether you are a single mom or two moms or grandma or non-binary uh, nurturer or dad covering both roles, a caring auntie, a friend, or a mom sharing life with your spouse. I want to speak to you. Um, then I want to share a word for those of us whose moms or nurturers are no longer with us. And lastly, I want you know to not make this day a day of fantasy, but or myth, but to live in truth. And so I want to speak to those of us who's you know grew up with moms who weren't there, who were rotten and life was hard uh, because of that. I want to share something with you also. And so I want to speak to all of us in wherever we find ourselves today on this day as we celebrate uh, the nurturers, the moms in our lives. Um, so to moms and nurturers, hear me when I say you are more than enough. Say it out loud with me. Say, I, I am more than enough. The Lord knows you all have been rock stars, have been super heroes, especially in this last year. It's demanded that you pour out and into your school-aged children, your babies, your adult children and friends in ways you never imagined yourself doing. There are no books, well, there are plenty of books on child rearing, right? But have you seen any books on child rearing during the pandemic? I haven't, man, they may be being published now. But we've had to figure this thing out as we've gone along. And you have managed, we've been over a year into this, and God knows there have been times when you probably cried out to God for help to manage it all. But somehow you have. You've managed. And I want you to know that you've done an incredible job in pretty unique and strange and weird circumstances. So now I want you to know that. Now some of us, our brains may be flashing through to all the things we didn't do perfectly and our inadequacies. I want you to stop that. I want you to stop it now. Just tell your brain, not today. Nurturing and flawless perfection don't go together. Motherhood, nurturehood, and learning go together just like childhood and learning go together. Look, even Jesus had to learn. And he learned through the things he lived through in life, resulting in him growing in wisdom and in stature. Every year you've lived and cared for your children has been a year of growth for you. 
I can only imagine the ways you've grown in this last year. You've been nurturers and educators, directors of outings, safety inspection people, drill sergeants, um, mediators, teaching assistants, emotional health specialists for your families and more. And I get that you do all of that stuff pretty much anyway, but it has been so intense in this last year. And now many of your kids have returned to school and you can breathe a sigh of relief, but listen to me, sweethearts, you've been through a lot. We can just pop our kids into school and go back to work and pretend like everything is normal but it's not you just can't say okay what's next and move on I guess you can but it wouldn't be healthy for you you'd be doing a disservice to yourself to your kids your family so what's next for you you've got a bunch of feels you didn't feel because there was no time to feel it. But those things don't just go away. They are still buried down deep inside of each of us. And we've got to access, take a look at those things for ourselves so we can process them. And I know you're tired and may not want to, but you are important. Your wholeness, your health matters. Not just the love that you give outward, but the love that you have for yourself so that you're giving from the inside out, which is a much healthier paradigm to live from, to love your children from, to love your spouse, and to love this world from. We love you. We value you. And one of the most important things you can do right now before the summer starts, before the kids get out of school again, and you've got to figure out how to fill this time, is to grab, schedule, steal, take some time for yourself. You've got to fill your cup now. So I'm speaking to all the moms and the nurturers out there. You've got to fill your cup right now. To those of us who may have lost our mom, our nurturer, this year, we are so very sorry for the loss you've experienced. And we are so very thankful for the influence that your mother, your nurturer, has had in your life. We see and experience them through your smiles, through the love you share with us, through the way you make meals or garden, tell jokes the way you concentrate and see people one at a time and are present to them. We see your mom, we see your nurturer inside of you in the meaning that you bring to life, that they helped you understand and make a part of yourself. So, no fretting. Were you a perfect kid? Nope. Were they perfect? A perfect parent or nurturer or guardian? Nope. Did you all grow? Probably. 
being without them, maybe because of the pandemic or for some other reason is hard. It hurts. And we want to acknowledge that today. We want to know, acknowledge that this day might be particularly hard for you. Would they be here if maybe some things were handled differently in their medical care or, or if the people handled the pandemic differently? Maybe. Maybe. But what we know is that they're not here now. Physically. But their presence remains in and through you. And for that, I'm glad. We're glad. The love, they loved you so very much. And you loved them. And now you hold their memory and influence even closer to your heart. You loved in a, in a year. You loved. You let this love come out of you in a year that has been so hard and you did not have them to lean on. And I know you missed them. But you have discovered or you are discovering the gift that they gave you, the ability to survive their loss. You are made of strong, very strong stuff. They gave you that. Your parent raised you to thrive in the world, not just survive. And now you have the echo of all their words, all their love inside of you. You carry it with you. So it's okay to miss them. It's okay to shed a tear. But it's also okay to tell the stories of your family, of the love and the antics you shared, and tell them to us so we get to experience those people you loved, your nurturers, your moms, through you. Keep sharing your parent with us and with the world. And please know, please know, there is space, there's room for your tears, even as you miss them today. We see you. We see you. And lastly, to those who have survived a mom or nurturer who wasn't there for you, who treated you in ways that you did not deserve to be treated, who did not see you, who did not care for you, we're sorry. We're so very sorry. I'm so very sorry that you had to go through that, that you endured that kind of pain. We want to acknowledge that this is a different type of day for you today. Um, and we want to say that we won't, don't want to pretend. We won't, won't want to go into a myth of motherhood and that everything was perfect and la la sweet and everything. Sometimes it was just day gone hard. And so we want to say there's room for your pain today. There's space for you. And from those of us you trust, we want to be nurturers to you today. We want to love on you in ways you wished you received as a child. We want to do that today and we want to do it every day to care for you. It's not too late to receive a mother or a nurturer's love 
And you may already have someone or someone who's special that God gave you to be that kind of nurturer to you. And we thank God for that. Some of you may still be looking or waiting for that kind of person. But please know, when the Lord says he won't leave you or forsake you, he means in this area too. And there are nurturers out there for you. You have to be open to receive them. And I know it's hard because you couldn't trust that one who gave birth to you. But God wants to restore and heal that hurt in your heart. You were deserving of a mother's love. Know that. So you're not experienced. You've gone through through days and years, right? And so you may not experience this year the way you experienced it last year. You've grown too. But still, we know the hurt is there. I want you to hear this. We want you to hear this. You are more than enough. You are a wonderful part of our community. And we are blessed to have you as one of us. We choose you. We choose to love you. We choose you as family. You are not alone. Not anymore. Here's the word I want to share with to you, with you, for you, for all of us. Jesus is calling. Jesus is calling us. Just Jesus, not religion, not tradition, not lie, not myth. Just an incredibly humble and loving human being who's calling to you and to me saying, Come. Come to me. I want you to, you to walk with me in life. Let's do this thing or these things in life together. Because alone can be so very hard. Being mom or the key nurturer and carrying all the weight on your shoulder is hard. Missing your mother, needing that love is hard. Not having it or experiencing it or having to get it through others. When you want it from that person you've always wanted it from. can be hard. But Matthew 11.28, Jesus says, come to me. All you who are weary from the things that you've had to deal with in the last year, maybe in all your life, come to me if you feel like you really need to drop the weight of the burdens you carry. Come, just meet up with me, Jesus is saying. Take my yoke, take it on, and I'll show you how to live this life, to manage it. I know the word yoke sounds like another burden that you have to put on to carry, but listen, it's not. The younger, the tired, the burdened, the wearied are invited to connect with a more seasoned person, being, who wants to help you carry your load. Jesus wants to connect with you in this way. Jesus will teach you how to move with those burdens. He'll teach you through a practical application so that you can know that truly two are better than one. For all the love I have to give you, Jesus' love is so much more. And it's not limited 
so that he can love you fully and thoroughly and he makes room for me to love you and for us to love each other. Now, he says, come. Because this is who he is. He says, come and live life with me. Not because Jesus thinks of Jesus' self as more highly. No. See, Jesus lived this life. And he still is living life as a human being. Jesus wants us to know that he's here to help. And that we'll find rest with him. Rest for our very souls. Maybe in the way life is trying to force its yokes upon you, upon us. You feel like the, he the heaviness is too much. But listen to me. The yoke that Jesus wants to place on you. This double yoke that's hooked to him and then hooked to us. So that where he moves, we can move. How he dips, we dip. What Jesus can carry, we can carry. That's the yoke that Jesus wants us to take on. Not one that burdens us down, but one who, that eases our living. That makes our burdens lighter. Jesus is calling to you and to me, you moms, you kids, us all, to come. And let's do this thing called life together. Now what will it look like when, as you do life together with Jesus? I don't know. There's no script that you must follow. There isn't. We have these things in our head that says, if I'm a good mom, here's the things to check off. And, and if I take time for myself somehow, something is wrong and that's bad, mom. And I'm telling you, none of that, no, none of that is true. You are a unique and beautiful person. And your relationship with Jesus is just as unique and just as beautiful. So ask Jesus to help you because we've had to push so much down till we can get through. We're going to need help releasing it so we can find our rest. So ask Jesus to help you come to understand what you need and how you need to do it and the instruction that you need to be able to release that, whatever it is, so that you can breathe and find the rest you need. Tell Jesus, you'll follow. As Jesus leads to the right, to the left, up, down, or just simply down and resting. That you'll follow his lead. And he may lead you to a tree with a blanket and a book. He may lead you to a new habit of taking naps. He may lead you to new pursuits in scripture. He may lead you to dancing and taking up classes. He may lead you to taking a breath and learning to daydream as you look into the clouds again, to meditation, to writing. Who knows? But this thing we know, that when and as Jesus is leading you there, you will find the rest you need. You can trust that and not run from it, but follow. He will provide a way.
to deal with everything, to make room and space for you to rest. He will provide, even for those of us who are dealing with big, scary things right now. Because Jesus' yoke will ease it, ease the thing we're dealing with, help us find a way in them and through them. And Jesus will carry us through. Jesus will share that burden and lift it. Because he reminds us, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Come share this with me. This invitation, I think, as um, a mom myself, is the greatest invitation there is. That I can lean on Jesus and go, I can't do this anymore. I need your help. Show me. Help me. Just give me space to pull the covers over my head for a few minutes. God has been there. And I'm not, I'm special, but I'm not. So if God has been there for me, God is there for you. May you experience, and this day, this beautiful Mother Nurturer's Day, the blessing of coming to Jesus. And may you find the rest you need for your soul. Amen. And God bless you. Happy Mom's Day. Happy Nurture's Day. I'm so glad, so glad that you do it the way you do it and your kids. And I'm blessed by it. Be at peace.
Almighty God, to you all hearts are open. Search and know our thoughts and anxious fears. Wash us in the fountain of your mercy. Come with your light. We cannot hide from you. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open. With gratitude we raise our song to you.
I was uh, reading around the internet and discovered a uh, Mother's Day liturgy that um, I really liked. And really, it's really a, another kind of sermon that just to open our imaginations or our understandings of God uh, to expand it a bit. And so I'd like to read it to you. It's by Kate Wallace Nunnally. Um, and I'm moving things around a little bit, but I hope it'll be okay. Our God isn't afraid of being perceived as having feminine characteristics and doesn't stray away from showing sacrificial motherly love. At the Last Supper, Jesus says, This is my body broken for you. And this is the blood shed for you, and all of it is to bring about new life. How similar to what a mother can say to the baby she just birthed. For a mother's body is also broken, and her blood is also shed to make way for new life. Did these words first find their origin on the lips of Jesus' mother? as she cradled her newborn baby, telling him of all she went through to bring him new life. Did they find their way back to her lips as she shouted in anguish, holding the nail-pierced and broken body of her son at the foot of the cross? In many church traditions, women aren't allowed to preside over the communion table or to help serve communion to the congregation. They are, there are a few different reasons given, but I believe the story of Mary shows us that God had a different plan in mind. After all, it was Mary who first presided over the body and blood of Jesus as she carried him in her womb for nine months. And it was Mary who delivered his body and blood into the world for the benefit of all creation. Yet in recent years, I've been struck by how feminine communion is. And every time I get to receive communion from a woman at church, I am reminded that our God isn't afraid of being perceived as having feminine characteristics and doesn't stray away from showing sacrificial motherly love. Let's prepare our hearts for communion. As today is Mother's Day, we're going to do something different, just a little different uh, with communion. We're going to draw on the female imagery of the communion table. Let us remember the sacrifice Jesus made and make our humble confession to God. Pray with me. Cradling God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear these words. God is our loving parent who extends forgiveness to those who ask for it. And like a mother hen gathers her chicks, so God draws the weary, the burden, and the loss 
to the abundant table of life. If you'll get your elements, please. On the night Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. And after giving thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, this is my body broken for you. Take and eat. And as often as you do, you show remembrance of me until I come again. And likewise, and likewise, Jesus took the cup and blessed it and said, This is my blood of the new covenant shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Take and drink. And as often as you do, you do show in remembrance. You do so in remembrance of me. Take and drink. Let's pray. Loving God, like a mother, you brought all things into being. Through trial and truth-telling, touch and tenderness, you nurture your people and lead us in the ways of justice and peace. Send your Holy Spirit to nourish us as we remember the sacrifice that you have made, that you would restore our relationship with you and with each other. Fill us, O Holy Spirit, with the wisdom and courage and grace to truly represent Christ in the earth. Our deepest desire is that Jesus would be known, that, that through him, the depth of your love and commitment to humanity to all creation would be known. Help us, Lord, to sacrifice our lives as you have sacrificed your own for us. We thank you for this gift. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Happy Mother's and Nurturer's Day.